let's scooch in. Let's get real. Let's get NPR. Let's get real intimate with the people. I want you to picture a man with glasses and picture, a mustache, a man. and he's got an IPA, and he rode his bicycle to work, and he smells real bad. He just cracked it open right in front of me. <laughs> cracks it open. All right, you, you gonna crack yours? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Are you okay? You got it? There we go. ASMR. I miss some... Uh, fucking... It's a little ASMR. ASMR. Ugh. We're really breaking the fourth wall today. We're really not talking about shit Oh, yet. what were you saying about coming over here? Yeah, Did you I almost run someone over here? No, I didn't fucking commit a hit and run. I didn't commit any felonies this week, I don't think. But I was at a stoplight and I glanced over and there was a dude, like, standing there with his dog. And the dog was taking a big ol' shit. Yeah? <laughs> Which is always funny to me. Yeah. Not only is it just funny when dogs shit, because it's just a funny position they put themselves in. Seeing an owner standing next to a dog that's taking a big ol' shit, like, trying to do anything but look at the dog while it's taking a shit. Because this dude was just, like, had his head in the air. Like, he could have been fucking whistling, for all I know. It was just, like, trying to, like not look at the fucking dog while it was, you know, dropping, dropping, <laughs> dropping a, a fat dog deuce. <laughs> dropping a package on someone's front yard. Dropping a little science diet deuce under the ground. It was a pretty fucking, it was a pretty dorky looking dude too, and like the, it was kind of like a pit bull, like almost. It was a big fucking bulky dog. Now I just pictured pit bull in the position of a dog taking a shit on the side I think of you need to stop thinking about our, uh, R&B singers that way. <laughs> pit bull? Is an R&B singer? I don't know what R&B is. I'm not, uh, That's mel- I'm not melanated That's reggae enough. and bath salts, right? Reggae and bath salts? I yeah. thought it was, uh, <laughs> fucking rock and blues. <laughs> <laughs> rockabilly, right? R&B, right? Yeah, R&B, rockabilly. Love, like, rockabilly. uh, rockabilly <laughs> Kelly. I love rockabilly. <laughs> <laughs> I love rocket power. Woogity, 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 woogity. You fucking, you, you fucking shooby. Shooby-dooby. If any, if there's any fucking gift Wait, that I really... That's a, that's a fucking insult from Rocket Power. I don't remember that. That's, uh, like a tourist that wears their shoes on a, on the beach. And a you call tourist? Them a, yeah, like a... If, like a if Ford a, Taurus? If a Ford Taurus has its snow tires on the beach, you call it a fucking shoe. No, oh, why you got chains on your car Why you got fucking chains? We're in the white sands here. Tito. Hey, Tito. Hey, Tito. <laughs> why you got your chains on the beach? I'm trying to remember what their fucking voices sounded like. Now. Fucking Raimundo. Raimundo, hey. Which one was that? I don't know. I think I honestly wouldn't put my put past myself to have made up uh, Raimundo there. Squid sounds like this or something, right? Squid style. I have yeah, the shark helmet. I don't think I've, I don't think I've watched Rocket Power since I was a small child. That's probably a good thing. The only, uh, the only memory, like the only episode that has like a hold in my fucking memory, is the episode where it's like the hurricane episode, and oh. one of them goes out in the middle of the hurricane, hurricane, and that's where I, where I was taught about the eye of a hurricane. Because he goes out because he's just like, it's it's fine. Like, it, it, everything, like, it's passed. And then it starts up again. And they have to, like, go to a whole rescue mission in a fucking, like, Humvee, like, equipped for the Hawaiian Islands. Which, <laughs> were they in Hawaii or were they in California? Didn't they live in Hawaii? Wasn't that the whole thing? 
I thought that they lived in California, but like it they was like to be like fucking Tito. Like he always talked about the old country because there's another episode I remember where he was the hopscotch champion and he was about to win, or he was a the old country in the old country of uh, Honolulu. Old country, Honolulu. Uh, you're doing a, you're doing an <laughs> accent there that I don't think matches. Well. Uh, in the episode, he's, like, about to win the fucking hopscotch championship and a volcano erupts and it drops, like, the hot oh, coals onto the fucking... I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's such a weird thing to remember. That, the, that's the only two episodes of Rocket Power I remember is the fucking Hurricane and Tito doing the hopscotch. Dude, that reminds me... Of Wait, the... was Tito the dad or was he the... Tito uh, was the guy that worked at the... The shop. shop the, yeah. Whatever the, the, sold the, there. Was the, the bar? Yeah, they probably, they probably sold a lot. The Tommy Bahama, the key, Tommy Bahama gift shop. They probably had a lot of surfboard keychains with people's names on them. You ever find your name? Fuck no. I never found my name. Have you Have shop. you ever found your name on like any of those things? Um, no, never like a gift shop. I oh, used to get the custom pack. You know, they had like the license plates for the uh, bumpers or. Shit. Your bike, your bicycle, how you had a license plate, those fake license plates. Yeah, I remember that was a thing. Yeah. I had one that said Jack, which was weird because that's, that's not enough. my name. I found your name at that truck stop. Yeah, because I'm fucking, I'm a common man. I was Jack probably, Song. I'm probably top five of the, boy, of the boy names from 1998. The year of the Lord, the year I was born. I, uh, I guarantee you I fucking, like, there's so many fucking Jacks and Jacksons out there. I don't know any personally. Like, I don't. Uh, I think I know. One, I know two Jacks. Remember that one that worked at that store that had the logo that looked like a dartboard. Target. Yeah, I remember that. There's another. J- oh, there Jackson too. Young, there was, young Jackson. So yeah, to put it in perspective, to give the backstory, Darby and I, uh, we both worked at Target. That's what that place is called. Yeah. Uh, bullseye. The Bullseye. Bullseye's Corner. Bullseye's Bargain. Brigade. Brigade. Triple B. Triple B. Uh, there was another dude named Jackson, and he, like, worked there a bit longer before I did. Like, he might have been there for, like, a couple years before I did, but, like... No, I think he came after you. He always worked in the... Regardless, he always worked in the back room, and I usually worked on the floor at that point in time. And every single time... No, no, no. He worked in electronics. You might have been working in the back room. This was a long time ago. I just realized there were three Jacksons. There was a Jackson that was already there when I started, and then there was a Jackson that got hired while we were both working there. The other Jackson, the other Jackson was a was a fucking dude with tribal tattoos that worked in the back room and only worked a truck. Was he spooky looking? I don't think I. I think I like tried to peacock him a little bit, and he ran away like a small child. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember that guy. We're fucking we're devolving here. Anyways. Every time they'd, like, call for fucking Jackson on Milwaukee, I would always be like, oh, like, when I first started, I'd be like, oh, they're probably talking about the other dude. And it would, like, the manager would, like, repeat themselves, like, four or five times being like, Jackson, uh, Jackson, can you, uh, come to the back? And I would just ignore it because I was like, oh, they're probably talking about the other guy. And, like, more than once, the manager would, like, end up coming and finding me on the floor and being like, Jackson, I've been fucking paging you for 15 minutes. And I'd have to be like, oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. Oh, was it the guy from Lithuania? Were you there when that guy worked there? Yeah, I the remember. The guy who parted like this, and he was very excited. 
I thought he was just, like, gay or something. <laughs> but it turns out he was just Lithuanian. It was just, like, no, like, he, he was a good dude. He was a good guy. He was probably the, the, the last bastion, the, the last good person <laughs> in that fucking store. Uh, Jake was cool. Are we just gonna talk about our fucking employees Let's at Target? Let's not talk about this. I do Unless have... Unless you have any interesting no, stories to tell this has about been fucking useless there. so far. We have wasted exactly eight minutes and 19 right, seconds. let's get back on it. Uh, I do have Rocket a work... Power. I do have a work thing to oh, talk okay. about. So, obviously I'm not gonna talk specifics about my job, because that's not my... That's my, not my forte, not what I'm trying to get into here. But, what I'll say is recently there was a merger, and mm. there's been a, a new... Like, there's been about eight or nine new employees in my office, and they've kind of set up shop in an old section of the office that is, doesn't really get used. Mm-hmm. Um, two key points that I want to mention. One, I don't think a single one of those employees has interacted with any of the original office employees, mm-hmm. and vice versa. I, they literally, like, they are confined to their own area, and, like, we don't even say hi to each other. It's like... That level of, like, there was no introductions made when they, like, made the merger and started moving their stuff in. So now it's, like, they've been working here for a couple weeks, but it's past the point of being, like, hey, I'm I'm Jackson, like, I do this and this here, like, hi, nice to meet you. It's past that point of being able to do that. So now there's just, like, like eight or nine people that work in my office that I, like, <laughs> see every day, and I'd just be, like, yeah, that's a person that's here, and I don't know their name, I don't know what they do, and... It's just a really weird thing. Like, they have no interaction with us. We have no interaction with them. Like, they're not involved in any of the office, it's like, like you stuff. Work for two completely different companies under the same roof. Yeah, it feels like we randomly just have, like, we're subleasing a room and a half to a completely different company, and we don't know what they do because they never talk to us. And another, the second key takeaway from this is... Part of the things that they brought, like, they brought desks, they brought all that stuff. They also brought their refrigerator from the old office. I can't even share the fridge with you? Let me get to that. We already have a fridge. Oh, okay. But the thing is, their fridge, much bigger, much nicer. What? <laughs> and I, what? I, witnessed, uh, <laughs> I witnessed an exchange uh, the other day where I was sitting in the break room. I think I, like, just filled up my water bottle and I was just taking a breather for a second before going back to my desk. And one of the new people from the other office was, like, staying there. Like, I, I think, he, like, he and other lunch or something like that. And one of the original people from my office was also in there. And they started, like, talking, kind of making small talk. And uh, the person from my office was just like, yeah, you got that, uh, got that nice new uh, fridge in here. <laughs> and I, like, I had my headphones and I started hearing it. So I, like, I, like, did the discreetly paused my music so I could, like... And I, like, just start staring at the wall, absorbing every single ounce of this fucking conversation. And, like, the person was just like, yeah, yeah, we kind of, we, we got it shortly before we had to move here. It was kind of, like, oh, it was kind of funny. We had to you do all the effort to move it in just to move it right out. And the person from office was just like, yeah, we've had this uh, kind of smaller one for a while. Like, it's, <laughs> oh, no. it's almost like a not enough for our stuff. Like, we're constantly kind of, like, having to rearrange and throw stuff out. <laughs> And it very clearly, like, I think the person was trying to, like, be like, hey, can, hey, hey, can, can, can we, like, start using your fridge? But the other person was just like, oh, that, that, yeah, that really sucks. You might have to, you know, talk to the higher-ups, see if you can get a bigger fridge. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, the conversation just ended, and the person from the new office, and this is the fucking <laughs> kicker for me, which made me laugh so fucking hard. Like, I laughed 
so hard I could not con- contain myself. After the new person left, the person from my office opened the new fridge to look and see how much space there was. And <laughs> literally, like, it was like... When she opened it, it was like the fucking, like, opening up the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Because I could just see the light in all the, just like all the fucking empty space in that fridge. I like the idea of, like, the cold air coming out of it with the light, like, shining like, up. like, their fucking pristine lunchboxes and, like, beverages were in there. And there was, like, there was probably a good, like, three empty shelves. Like, she didn't even open the freezer part. She just opened the fridge part. And I, like, saw that, and she, like, turned and, like, looked at me, and, like, we kind of shared a look. (laughs) And I, like, she, like, she turned away too quick, because I was about to just be like, those motherfuckers aren't gonna let us use their fridge! (laughs) But I'm, I'm waiting for the fridge issue to become a, like, really, like, I want it to have a stronghold on the office politics to the point where there has to be a meeting about it. Because I would love to... Like, alright, you guys cannot have your own personal fridge. We're we're a team here. We're a family here. We need to share the fridges. <laughs> like I I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it to boil and bubble up to the point where I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna check my calendar for the day and it'll be like oh team meeting at 10 a.m. and I'll go huh that's weird and I'll like have to ask them I'll be like what's this uh, team meeting about and then I just want to I want to be able to hear from some I think it's about the fridge. <laughs> I want this to become something that takes actual corporate company time to discuss the fridge. What what would somebody do if you just dropped your lunchbox in there? If I had... Nothing would happen. We're getting closer to summer, so I can't leave my food in my car anymore. Usually I bring a lunch like once or twice a week because I I suck and I I suck at planning to pack my lunches. Yeah. Um, But I think next time I do that, I think I might... I think I might pack one tomorrow and I might pack some sandwiches. I'll drop it in the new fridge. You should throw it in there? It's a little yeah. power move. I, maybe I should put my name on it, too, yeah. so they know who did it. Jackson, then put, like, the name of your company you work for under it, too. Well, I mean, we all work for the same company. No, 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 but, like, put in, like, the lo- put the address of the company and then put how many, how long you've been working there on it. Yeah. I'll put my tenure. I'll put, like, which, uh, div- what my job, yeah. job title is. And put your office number there, too, so they can find you. Yeah. I mean, we all share all of that, so it wouldn't really have the same effect, but I'll be like, I'll like, I'll put like, a Jackson, an OG, you motherfuckers can't have everything. You motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. Think you can come here with your fancy fridge? Fu- fancy fucking fridge. <laughs> what kind of fridge is it? Like a Maytag, Frigidaire? It's a, it's a big fucking like. Silver smart fridge. It's, it's like a big like, black steel fridge. Like it's, like it's heavy duty. Yeah, it kind of looks like a monolith. It's a monolith fridge. That'd be it's, a cool name for It's a one of those fancy fridge. ones that has the freezer on the bottom. Ooh, the pullout. Does yeah. it have like an ice maker in it too? That I didn't doesn't inspect work it. Because they don't have the water hooked up, probably. I, I didn't bother to inspect. Um, you better get in there. I didn't, I should have, after my uh, fellow employee left, I should have taken a better look. Maybe I should start rearranging their fridge. <laughs> You should do it. Just start moving the shit start around. Start fucking a with bit. their fridge. But like, get more aggressive with it every time you do. Like, I'll like, like send st- a message. Like, if they have some like Thousand Island dressing in there, I'll just stab it and be like, "This is this is your first fucking warning." Yeah. I'll start like fucking unplugging their fridge so their food goes oh, bad. What happened? Oh, that's crazy. There oh. must have been a power surge. <laughs> 
Oh, you don't have your fridge connected to the surge protector? Oh, rookie mistake. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. You know, if there was room in our fridge, I'd offer for you to put it, put your uh, put your lunches in our fridge. <laughs> but uh, as you can see, opens door. We're pretty cram packed in here. Some... We're sticking in here like sardines. You're office life. You're literally just describing like some like shitty office sitcom or something. I f- I constantly feel like any. I can constantly draw lines to every, like, office-style sitcom I've ever been involved in. Or I've ever, like, watched. <laughs> Alright, uh, gonna break this the fourth wall here. pen just exploded in my hand. Darby's been playing with a pen for the past, like, five minutes. <laughs> and apparently at some point it fucking... It well, fucking unibombed into his hand, and now he's covered in ink. You got pen Krizitz, yo, Krizitzki, yo, you got squitted. I got squitted. <laughs> you fucking shooby. What the fuck? Thanks, Sharpie. You fuckers. <laughs> Don't All fucking right. toss it at me. <laughs> my pants are pristine. You cannot do that oh to me. God. What were you saying? No, it's just I constantly like every single thing that I've heard from people about like office style environments. It's so true and it's so fucking universal. Like. I, I don't remember who I was talking to. I may have been listening to a podcast, but they were talking about, like, I think it's called, like, a sales CRM. It's, like, customer relation management, mm-hmm. and it's basically a type of software, and it's a type of platform that companies will purchase, and it's just a way to drive sales, and it's basically just, like, a social media for sales, and it's, like, an intercompany thing. And I was, yeah, I was definitely listening to a podcast and the timing was perfect because right as on that podcast, like one of the dudes mentioned, was like, if you ever work for like a company that introduces a CRM and says it's going to transform the company, that's how you know the company's about to fucking fall the fuck apart. Uh. And I like heard that. I was just like, oh, a CRM. I like Googled what that was. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. I like Googled what, like what examples of like current CRMs that businesses are using is. Yeah. And then, like, a week later, uh, we had, like, a big fucking corporate call. And there's, like, introducing the new CRM. key to sales. <laughs> and they didn't call it a CRM. And I was just like, that name sounds familiar. And then I, like, looked it up and, like, it's a, it's a fucking CRM. And I was just like, oh, so that's what that is. Oh, fuck. I mean, fuck it. You know, I have no attachment to anything in my life. So uh, I'll take it as it comes. Yeah, but you live in a weird manner. You're like a hermit i'm not necessarily a hermit i just don't let things affect me like i don't let anything like become the end of the world like yeah. a stoic guy i'm very stoic like i'm a, a monk a marcus aurelius over here i'm a f- jackson aurelius i'm over fucking here. socrates no nah, he wasn't a stoic him. J- Jocrates. Ep- maybe like epictetus Ep- epic then, fucking titties yeah maybe like Yo, I got fucking, fucking diagenetics diagenetics dianetics I've got, yeah, I just, like, I don't let shit bother me. Like, I don't let my brain do the whole, like, panic mode anymore. Because, like, everything gets figured out. Like, obviously this will, like, screw me over someday because I'll be, like, super, like, you know, carefree about something and then it'll, like, bite me in the ass. You'll look down, you'll be holding a fucking old English 500 or something. And I'll be like, whoa, wait wait a minute, I'm at work. Wait a minute. (laughs) I wonder what fridge I kept this in. This in a CRM? This is a fucking... Uh, <laughs> this is an OE 500. No, if, uh, that's the thing. Like, if uh, if something, like, pretty drastic happens in my life, like, the only thing you can do is, like, react to it. Like, 
Life's about uh, how you react to things. I don't know. I think you can prepare for stuff. Well, too. you can prepare for stuff, but like the um, the important part is like when something happens. Like how do you react? At, the, at that point, it's like where do I go from here? Like you can't you can't keep dwelling on what has happened. You just have to focus on what you can do and what you can grow from it. Like you know. Your, th- your thoughts can be, like, the, the fucking, the fruits of your garden, but can also be the fucking knife in your back. Mm. So, like, you gotta really have control over, like, how you think about certain situations and how you react to certain situations. And, like, obviously, like, there will be, like, emotional reactions and gut reactions that, like, you feel like you can't have control over. But, like, you, you kind of can. You do. Like, and you, that's the only thing you have you, you have to You have to establish a coping method to when, when you feel those things. You have to, like, be able to rationalize or ground yourself or anything like that. Right. Not to get deep here. Yeah, why not? not you know, to people get, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, not to get... You know what? Buy our book. Yo, I'll write a self-help book right now. I'll co-write it with uh, Jocko Willink. Jocko. He'll just scream to do a fucking push-ups and I'll just be like... You know, when you're when you're in the drive-thru and they tell you that they don't have nacho fries anymore, like, do not uh, panic. Do not... Do not panic. Do not whip out your fucking 38 Special and threaten the drive-thru employee. That sucks. 38 Special? Yeah. Is that the fucking... What band is that? That's like an old, like, hair metal band. Really? Yeah. That's a really cool name for, for a shitty genre. 38 Special? Yeah, I can't remember the name of that song that they played, but it's on the radio all the time. There's a beatdown band called 38 Snub that was pretty pretty obnoxious. 38 Snub? Yeah, like a snub-nosed pistol. Are people, when are they going to start putting the numbers in band names again? Like, uh, Green 75? Yeah. Some, some 44? Some 44. I mean, I think it's, I think it's Nest. fucking dumb. Two. <laughs> Metallica that. three. Metallica three. I think the number, th- like the number in conventions, kind of over. I can't think of another, like a band that has the number thing that, like, actually. Yeah, th- I can't think of anything that has the number now. Uh, the only thing I can think of is there's some bands that instead of the word two, they'll put the number two. Ah. Which is kind of cool. Like it's stupid, but it's fucking. It's it's all right. It gets a pass. It's no. It's no fucking. Is it Rick to life or Rick to life? It's Rick to life. Oh, okay. Because it's twenty five. So then, to what life. you could do? I'm gonna start putting. You could start Rick to life, and yeah, it could be your thing. Well, I'm Jackson to life. Jackson to life. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling all all of my bands to something. So instead of the, we're just to. You're gonna be like a wall. Or cat. instead of to or the, it's gonna be to. Like to to. Tough guy, tough guys. Tough guys. Yeah, that'll be my new band, the Tough Guys. Yeah. Or the first stuttering hardcore band. That'd be kind of cool. This next song. I should not be making fun of people's stutters. Yeah, you know what? They know what's up. They know what's funny. I was imagining this is your last fucking chance, but with a stutter. This. South Park made this joke years ago. Yeah, but South Park South Park's not Jimmy. me. <laughs> I'm not South Park. I've never Jimmy. been to Colorado. That's a lie. I have been to Colorado. I am well traveled. No, you're not. I've been to I've been to places. I've been to countries. You've been to Europe. <laughs> Physically. Yeah, physically. Have you astral projected to Europe? <laughs> I, I'm fucking. I'm in Lithuania right now. Oh shit. How is it? Kind of cold. Shit, dude. Should have brought a jacket. Yeah, that's crazy. Should have astral projected a right? jacket. How are you doing? That? 
It's all the power of this uh, 12 ounce white monster I have in my hand. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. I should probably, like, stop moving around. I've been, I've been, uh, spinning in the right. thing this entire time. <laughs> we yeah. need to, we need to get a hold of ourselves here. Yeah, I know. We're really having a We're 24 we're minutes in. I, in case you didn't. This is how you really, look, I did want to make a point. Yes. I did want to make a point here. And what you want to do when you're trying to make a good, like, a concise point when you're doing a podcast is you want to spend 23 minutes talking about random stuff before you even make the point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, life's about the journey. Life is process, not product. Mm -hmm. It's all about the journey. It's all about the band journey featuring Steve Perry. Featuring Steve Perry. What's your favorite journey song? Um, probably none of them. Honestly, I really can't I think, think, I think, I can't think of any. I think Open Arms is a pretty good track. I'm not the biggest Journey fan. Well, nobody is. And I don't understand. Why did... Listen. Alright, listen. Women back in the day yes. really liked Steve Perry. Yeah, but I kind of... looking back on Steve Perry, like if you watch an old Journey like concert video or something, he just looks like he should be like... He looks like he works at a Kinko's. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks kind of just like a, I was trying a to guy. Think of the place he would work at, and that's exactly where he would work. He probably like really likes like Diablo, and he probably works at a Kinko's. He likes Diablo three. Mm, that was class. Yeah, he works at Kinko's. That's that's Steve Perry in a nutshell. Like, yeah, he's not an attractive looking dude. Like, no, no offense, Steve Perry. You got a got a good got a good set of pipes. To Steve Perry, and I'm gonna find you on Cameo. I'm gonna find you on LinkedIn, and I'm gonna hire you. I'm gonna find Steve Perry on Cameo and put him on my demo. On Cameo, and he had his like past work history on there, and he had Kinko's on there. Before, that's the like the behind the music MTV documentary or VH1 documentary about Journeys, and it's just like Journey was already well established. They had a full instrumentation, but they were missing one key element: a vocalist. They had a show coming up, so they were printing out show flyers. So they went to Kinko's, and uh, there he was. They 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 opened the door, and all the lights were off. And they uh, and uh, Journey guitarist, uh, fucking Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer? <laughs> That's probably his name. That's the fucking dude from Microsoft. There's two Steves. Steve uh, Wozniak. Yeah. Uh, all the lights were off, and they were like, "Sir, sir." Mr. Kinkos, we need we need to make copies, and all they could hear in the background was just you know the the most silky smooth, beautiful voice of Steve Perry is singing it, in the bathroom to himself. Is it silky smooth? I mean, he's got a high register. Like he can sing better than I can, which obviously isn't saying anything. But like, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. He wasn't. I I he he wasn't so good that they couldn't replace him because he they did. He left the band and they replaced him with some fucking. Peter I, I think they re replaced him with like a winner of a Steve Perry like sound alike contest. Like, they always do that. And it's like some random dude. Like I think it was a dude from like fucking India Primus. or something oh. like that. Voluvanesh. Yeah, it was Voluvanesh. <laughs> I'm gonna actually do. I want to be well read. I want to be well fucking educated. I'd rather listen to Voluvanesh than Steve Perry, honestly. It's my life. Whatever I want to do is probably one of the best. Randy Jackson was Randy Jackson in Journey. The guy from the Randy Jackson cologne? Randy Jackson from American Idol was in Journey. What? <laughs> what? I can't see that. 
Journey is an American rock band formed in San Francisco in 1973, mm-hmm. composed of former members of Santana and Frumious Bandersnatch. Which wait a minute, wait. Journey is made up of previous members of Santana. Yeah. What? Randy Jackson's a member of Journey. No, he's not. They're fucking gaslighting you, dude. He was the original bassist. Randy Jackson was the bassist. For or Journey. well, not original bassist. He was a bassist. Is this in... the same Randy Jackson? It is the same Randy Jackson. <laughs> it is the same Randy Jackson. Is that where he's famous from? Well, let's see. He was a. Record... I always wondered what the. Fuck... No, he was a record producer. Oh. He. Before he was in Journey. No, like around the same time, like he was like a session musician. Oh. Okay. I see. Yeah, uh, their uh, journey vocalist is uh, Ar- Arnel Campaner Pineda, a Filipino singer. Um, he, they should have gotten yeah. someone that sounded nothing like Steve Perry. Yeah, they should have gotten fucking, I don't know. Les Claypool. Oh, sure, Les Claypool. Yeah. They should have gotten John Lennon. They should have got uh, Gibby Haynes from the Butthole Surfers to sing for Journey. Should've gotten fucking Wayne Staley from Alice in Chains. You gotta get someone with like a real rasp to them. Oh, I, I think Isaac that... Brock from Modest Man. Yeah, but he would like bring the banjo. Like Dude, it's hard to separate the man from the banjo. Separate the man from the banjo. You can't. That's gonna be the name of the Modest Mouse documentary that's separate gonna come out. Separating the man like 10... from the banjo. <laughs> Separating the man from the banjo, and it's all gonna be all about how Isaac Brock's a fucking alcoholic. Love the banjo; it's a good instrument, and I just really have a hard time. How long do you think you'd be able to listen to Isaac Brock talk about playing the banjo? Like, about as long as I can listen to him play the banjo, which is about two, two and a half minutes, two forty-five. How much is there to say about the banjo that hasn't already been said? Yeah, but it's Isaac Brock saying it. But he's just kind of like a tinkerer with the banjo, I think. I don't think he actually has any... He sure fucking tinkers with that goddamn banjo. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told the story about when I saw Modest Mouse live, but fuck. (laughs) I fucking hate that band a lot, and having to witness them perform a two-hour-long set... I, uh, it was an outdoor show in Chicago, Mm. and it was, like, middle of July, and... They they started playing, and I was just like, oh, this is all right. And then, like, he whipped out the banjo, and I was just like, all right, fucking dude. And I, like, started kind of doing the jerk-off motion in my head. Like, I, I all right, dude. Banjo. Not into the banjo. And then they started playing some songs, and they played, like, something I recognized. And I was like, all right, this is fine. Like, I, I was, like, sitting pretty far away. Like, I was genuinely sitting down. And I was just like, I can kind of enjoy this. But it was, like, 30 minutes in, and I was just like, I'm getting kind of tired. And he, like, whipped out the banjo again. And I was just like, fuck, the banjo, goddamn. And, like, he was very clearly, like, drunk drunk off of his fucking ass. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm gonna go get a corn dog. Mm-hmm. So I stood up and, like, they had, like, all these vendors and, like, merch tables, like, to the side of the stage. Like, far enough away, like, through, like, an alcove and, like, a, a fucking, like, forest path. Like, I, I feel like I had to, like, answer riddles to get to the vendor area with all the bathrooms. I end up just hanging out there, um... And I, like, got a corn dog, and I was just kind of handing out by the vendor station, just, like, eating a corn dog, like, kind of watching Modest Mouse. Like, I could just see the side of the stage and, like, the big screens that they had set up, and I was just like, this sucks. And I kept, like, trying to check my phone, but I didn't have any fucking service, and I was just, like, really just, like, annoyed that I was there. 
like I was happy to be in Chicago, but I was annoyed that I like was in that circumstance. And uh, there was a dude with a leather jacket, like <laughs> fucking draped over his like shoulder. Oh. Like it, it was clearly a bit too hot for the jacket. It's a bit too hot. And he like. He very clearly was trying to get in contact with someone on his phone, but also did not have service. So he kept doing the hold his phone up to the sky as if God is going to like, as if the cell tower is going to pick, pick up the fact that he's three feet higher into the air now. And like, he kept like getting angry and angry about the fact that he couldn't get a signal and fucking dude spikes his phone into the ground and then throws his leather jacket on top of it. (laughs) And it made the most like... The way that he threw the leather jacket was he, like, grabbed it and, like, threw it into a crumple. So it was, like, kind of spread out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it made the most unsatisfied, satisfying, like, sounding like thwack when it hit the ground. <laughs> it sounded like he just, like, dropped it from, like, two feet above. But, like, he put all of his fucking effort and anger into it. And I, like, was just looking at him. And he was just like, can't get any fucking service. And then I, like... That sort of thinking is very weird to me that he threw his phone on the ground, then threw his jacket because, like, he's in a public place. Yeah. He's gonna have to pick up his phone and his jacket. Yeah. So, like, and it was kind of, like, a muddy area, too. Like, it was, like, there wasn't much grass growing. Like, it wasn't, like, wet, but it was, like, it was just exposed dirt. Uh-huh. And, like, he just, like, stomped around for a second and then went back and just, like, very sadly picked up his leather jacket which was now covered in fucking dirt and his phone which may as well could have been fucking broken yeah and like sadly like defeatedly like walked back to his seat and i i felt like i witnessed an anomaly there where like this man broke for a second in the circumstance of being outside of the corndog vendor at the fucking modest mouse concert (laughs) You ever I th- wonder, like, what else was going on in that? Because, like, obviously it wasn't just that he wasn't getting service. There's probably some other shit that's, going on. That's kind of a time. phenomenon that, like, happens with me that I, like, really try to, like, give the second thought about. Because, like, when people act irrationally, my immediate thought is, like, oh, what's their, what's their fucking problem? Like, the, why are they snapping are over that? Yeah, some people are babies, but I also, like, try to, like, not necessarily give people the benefit of the doubt, but be, like... There's probably, like, a few things that are piling up right now that caused that reaction. Like, I don't yeah, think that... Like, it's too hot for my cool jacket. Yeah. I'm out of cigarettes. I'm I don't my... like any of these songs <laughs> that are being played. They haven't played anything off the second record yet. They haven't played anything off of a Long Drive. <laughs> I'm really mad right now. I want to do the cockroach. Banjo's out of tune. Banjo's out of tune. Isaac's drunk. They told me it was a five minute way on my corn dog. My girlfriend will fucking respond to me. She's probably fucking the guitar tech. <laughs> That's probably bottom tier of guitar techs to fuck. So fucking the guitar tech. <laughs> fucking the banjo tech for modest mouth. <laughs> that's not even. That's not even a story that like. Because obviously, like I'm sure there's like moms out there. There's like yeah, I fucking went backstage with Guns and Roses. Yeah. But like. Imagine having the story of fucking the banjo tech for Modest Mouse. Yeah. That's something you keep to the grave. Like, that's something that I don't think you would want anyone else to know. Yeah, I banged uh, the banjo tech for Modest Mouse, uh, Dean Chestnut. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. He was kind of nice. He's a nice guy. He gave, me a, he gave me a, a voucher me to get a free corn dog later. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. He took me to the corn dog stand. Yeah, he, uh, he wooed me first. He didn't just, uh, he didn't... He clearly wasn't in it just for the uh, for the release. He uh, <laughs> we took a we took a walk past the alcove. We got a corn dog. We oh found a God. free leather jacket. <laughs> nice. 
That's a pretty good story. That's honestly, that, that'd be a, I would put that on par with, like, uh, people's, like, stories about, like, their parent, like, how their parents met. That's, <laughs> oh, you, the story of how I, how I met your father? Mm-hmm. Well, you see, there was this band that I, like, sort of liked. Well, they had, like, two good songs, they had two songs that I liked, and I got free tickets from, like, the, the local radio station. I won a contest. Mm-hmm. So I went to this show, and, um, there's this guy that just really... This guy on stage that really just caught my eye. Oh, was it one of the musicians? No, it was the guy setting up the banjo before the Gosh, show. Like, really just the way like his you. the sweat glistened off the back of his neck. It just it really got me going. Just explaining how I met your father, and it's because he was the banjo tech for Modest Mouse, and we we fucked behind an outdoor stage after getting corn dogs together. <laughs> Honestly, I want I want to see that immortalized. That'd be a hall that'd be a hallmark movie. That would be a hallmark movie. The girl falls in love with the banjo tech that she went to high school with in her hometown. She yeah, the, leave her the, big corporate husband for the banjo tech of uh, Modest Mouse. The dude who works sound at the at the one hundred cap venue down the road yeah. who uh, who uh, has multiple music projects that haven't played outside of that one venue. <laughs> Keeps talking about how they're gonna get out one day, but. He doesn't really want to. He's fucking he local bands. It. They never know how to set up their gear. I always have to fucking baby them through the whole process. They always have their mids too fucking high. It's just a... <laughs> Sound guys are always the uh, most, like, obnoxious, arrogant people, but in reality, they usually have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Because they, they always want to, like, have something set to, like, how they want it. And that's, it's like an interpersonal relationship. Like, you, you can't just be like, yeah, your band's gonna sound like this tonight. Do you need a good sound guy? I feel like any, I can't remember any time I've gone to a, a concert or a show where I've been like, dude, whoever's mixing this right now is fucking killing it. I don't know. I've never been to a live show where I've been like, this sounds really good. Yeah. The only times I've ever been to a show where I've been like, this sounds pretty good is when there is no sound guy. And it's, it's just like yeah. the amps. Like you don't need it, you don't need it. You do need it in no. bigger venues, just because like it needs to be balanced. You need a light guy. You do need a light guy. Or just a guy with a flashlight. He just runs across the stage. I I think instead of having stage lights, that you need to just duct tape a bunch of flashlights to one dude, and he can just run back and forth in front of the stage, all show, and that's all he does. All I can think of is um. That's a re- That was a reject character from Return of the Jedi. Fun fact. Dude, we went to. Were you? Did you go to that Black Hole Fest thing in Cedar Falls ever? No, I refused to go to that one. There was, um... I didn't refuse, I just, I think I didn't want to get I, off work. I, I think one of the funniest things I've ever seen there was, or I've ever seen at a thing, was they didn't have, like, like a fog machine or something, so there was a dude, dude standing outside the stage, like, vaping onto, there were, like, two guys vaping onto the stage during some girl doing, like, cover songs set. It's Light Man from Return of the Jedi. This is Burning Man. That's Light Man. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Okay. That was a that was like a character from a deleted scene that never got included. It's just a dude with light bulbs all over him. It was like a supposed like alien that like didn't get like was in a deleted scene. That would have been a cool action figure though. Yeah, just a dude with a bunch of fucking light bulbs on him. Yeah. Put little LEDs in it, burn the fuck out of kids' hands. Shit. Kenner Toys, if you're uh, hiring, I, I got a resume. Mm-hmm. Those uh, like shows or those concerts where it's like the band that has a couple songs that everyone knows, like the Modest Mouse thing. It always attracts like the weirdest crowds of people. Yeah, because it's the people that are like, 
I think there's no, like, those types of bands have very, like, you can really distinctly split out the crowd. Like, there's the 20% of the people that are, like, really big fans of the band, and then there's the 80% that are just like, oh, they're playing? Yeah. I'll just go on Saturday. Tickets are are only 20 bucks? Yeah, I'll go see Taproot. (laughs) I'll go see Crossfade. I'll go see P.O.D. Dude, I go see Crossfade. I've seen Crossfade. Yeah. I've, like, all those bands, like, all those one-hit wonder type of bands, and I wouldn't even consider Moss Mouse to be a one-hit wonder. No. Like, they have their one hit that's, like, clear, but, like, yeah, it's always, uh, uh, do they have a best song? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> listen, I, think, I don't think you've delved deep enough into the Modest Mouse catalog. I think Isaac Rock sounds like a fucking bitch, so <laughs> I'm good on it. I like the... I'm not gonna start talking about it. We need Modest to Mouse. move on from Modest Mouse. I I've, we're we're. Sp- I'm speaking <laughs> out of turn when talking about Modest Mouse because I know right. nothing about them. Let's... I know you like like two of the records. What's the one that's like blue? That's the wait wait which one? There's a couple because uh, like has the the road. The road. That's um. There's fucking. It's like the second. <laughs> it's like the second. <laughs> Describing things with Jackson. What's the most mouse record that's blue in the road? Uh, I'll fucking pull up the Spotify I like Lonesome right Crowded West, which is probably a really basic bitch thing to say. I just searched blue. Blue? Uh, Some people bl- like the, uh, moon in our, moon, the moon in Antarctica. My, I think my favorite one, though, is the... What the fuck is this? It's the blue dabba dee that would die. <laughs> <laughs> I searched blue and I would immediately start playing. Uh, you go on about your Modest Mouse records. Oh, I don't want to keep going on about that, but I don't know. I I, I really like um. Uh, Long Drive Long is Drive. the one, yeah. which isn't on Spotify anymore. What they took it off? That sucks. It's not available. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Dramamine. That's a good album. Give the whole thing a listen. Well, I can't because it's not on Spotify anymore, and that's the only thing I have. I, think I have it somewhere. I don't want it. <laughs> if you give it to me, I'll leave it in the parking lot. Like, no, I don't want this. Whatever. I'll leave it. It's under, not your thing. I get it. I'll put it underneath someone's fucking uh, windshield wiper. <laughs> like, a, like I'm leaving them my phone number, but in reality, it's it's a fucking modest mouse CD. I'll start doing that. I'll start leaving mixtapes for people underneath their windshield wipers. Like for the hex girls. <laughs> That'll be the new move, like, if I ever get, like, really fucking uh, down in my uh, prospects with women, I'll, I'll go, I'll dig myself even deeper and I'll leave my phone number on a girl's windshield with a mix CD that just has, like, Neutral Milk Hotel nice. and, like, other, other really bad music. Just leave her a mix CD with Viper. Viper? Yeah. I'll, yeah, it'll just be 13 tracks and it's just you cowards don't even smoke crack. Yeah, I made you mixtape. It's the same song over and over again. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I need to get like a really good song. I'll just do Holland 1945 by Neutral Milk Hotel. Be like, oh, I'll fucking start off with Neutral Milk Hotel and then second track starts. It's fucking Neutral Milk Hotel again! <laughs> What's like a what's like a big band or like a big art or uh, like artist you don't regularly listen to? like in your repertoire of stuff but you would be really excited to go see if you found out they were coming through and playing like a casino or something like that if they're playing like like a like, casino? like like that type of thing we're are, you, are we talking like strictly like older rock bands yeah i'm just talking like 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 oingo boingo no 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 like not like weird uh, like that but like kind of like a 
more mainstream thing is there anything like that you'd be like i, I don't i don't really pick up on like what genre you're talking let about. me let like, me give you an example okay like, give me an example like if, like if there was uh like if rick astley was coming through and playing a casino thing i would fucking i would, I would travel across state so lines. happy to go fucking see rick astley. rick astley would definitely if uh luther vandross <laughs> luther vandross is he still alive oh god blue dabba d is still playing you don't know luther vandross no. I guarantee you, uh, listeners, people at large, your parents absolutely fucked a Luther Vandross in the eighties. I hate to, I hate to break it to you. Something that's it's just like someone who's like almost like a novelty. A novelty. But, you, but you'd be like actually not like not like Weird Al or anything like that, but just like something that's like a novelty to you. But you would honestly be excited to go see them perform live. I, I mean, the thing is, like all the ones that like pop into my head are still kind of jokes. Like I, I would absolutely drive two hours to see Wang Chung. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> just yeah, like that kind yeah. of shit. So Wang Chung. Yeah. Huh. You absolutely have heard fucking Luther Vandross featuring Mariah Carey, Endless Love. Oh, the Happy Gilmore song, where it's like the guy on the Samboni mouth into it. <laughs> my love, yeah. my love. <laughs> yeah, that song, that's Luther Vandross. <laughs> I would pay to see fucking Luther Vandross at the Meskwaki Casino. You're gonna cry. So I would fucking, some old I would bring him roses. <laughs> oh shit, you throw roses on this Is stage. Luther Vandross still alive? Luther, if you're if you're listening, is Martin Luther still alive? King? No, the guy from the 1600s. I mean, his body's probably somewhere. Yeah. Like Walt Disney's brain, it's probably fucking frozen in space. Space. It's frozen in, in space. In cryo right sleep with. In uh, cryo sleep. Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. <laughs> what is this list? Oh shit! Luther Vandross died in 2005. <laughs> no. All right, in a situation where we're time traveling back to approximately 2003, uh, and I can go to a casino. The cat's trying to get in. Uh, Luther Vandross, he heard me. I, I said his name three <laughs> times in the mirror. He's here. He's gonna sing fucking. He's gonna sing endless love to me. My. Is Mariah Carey dead? I don't think so. I think that you would have heard about that. There might be a lot of women I'm, in your life that are dead. I'm thinking of Whitney Houston. <laughs> That's who I'm thinking uh, of. Mariah Carey's definitely alive. Whitney Houston could fuck off, dude. Billy was crazy. Uh, name one Whitney Houston song. Uh, the one that everyone thinks is a song by her, but it's a Dolly Parton song. I can't remember the name of the song. I don't know anything about Whitney Houston. She sings... Uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody... Saving All My Love For You, Higher Love, which I think is a Steve Winwood song. Wait a minute. Is I, that Whitney Houston I'm thinking of? I don't think you're thinking of Whitney Houston. No, because what the hell is that? I Will Always Love You? Yeah. I, That's Dolly Parton. Well, yeah. Whitney we Houston, all know that. made famous by Whitney Houston. It's from The Bodyguard. It's a cover. Who? Oh, is that that movie I used to see on the $5 rack all the time? The movie that you'll find the, the soundtrack of at every single the Goodwill? Bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find it on both cassette and CD, Dude, no matter where you go. I fucking found the soundtrack to Cool Runnings on cassette <laughs> half price books. Is it just 30 minutes of them saying we're going to have a Jamaican bobsled team? I wish, dude. I should have bought it. But I did, when I was trying to find clips from Cool Runnings on YouTube one night, Yeah. I came across... That's how I found that band Cool R. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. R. 
Yeah, I remember you showed me that the that, other week. Dude, you gotta check that band out. I don't, whoever's listening to this. All six. All 20 people that listen to this regularly. 20? Yeah, I think that's how many we had last time I checked. We have like 20 You're regular listeners. checking the statistics? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I, when I, when I upload something, yeah. it pops up with the statistics like on the front page. This is getting meta. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, support. thank you, uh, Google Cool R. Cool R. You can't find it on Spotify, though. The you first, have to go on YouTube. The first time I ever saw Cool Runnings, I don't know what was going on, but for some reason it was during the, uh, I believe the Winter Olympics in like 2008, because I was in middle school, mm-hmm. they had a day where we just didn't have class mm-hmm. in the morning, and we just, the entire school just watched Cool Runnings together in the, aud- in the auditorium. Was it like a religious experience or something? Everyone thought it was pretty funny because, like, that's probably the perfect age to watch Cool Runnings for the first time is middle school. But yeah. it was probably, like, yeah, if it would have been 2008, I would have been 11. So it would have been... That's not middle school. In middle school? Being 11? I guess you're in sixth grade, aren't you? Yeah, I was in sixth grade. Huh. Uh, Excuse me. Getting fucking pi- uh, piling into the, the auditorium to watch Cool Runnings together as an entire school. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> Pretty good. But so Did weird I... that that's that's my first exposure to Cool Runnings is watching it with my entire school. Have I ever told you my snow dogs? Because that, that's like the huh? same my snow dog story. Go ahead with the snow dogs. All right, I just want to get this out there. But all right, so I got like deathly ill at one point in my life. I was living with my grandma, and my uncle also lived with my grandma, her son, or whatever. And I was like deathly ill, like I couldn't move or I'd fucking puke. Like I was that bad. Yeah. Like, dead. And I was laying on the couch in the basement in my uncle's, like, little section of the house. He has, like, a TV and computer and stuff down there. And I was laying on the on the couch down there. And he... I'm, I can't move. He, He's talking to me. He's like, what's that? You want to watch Cool Runnings? Or not Cool Runnings. You want to watch Snow Dogs? And then he, he puts... Do you, want, do you want to watch Cool Runnings? Do you want to watch Snow Dogs? And I was like, no. And he's like, all right, whatever you say. I guess we'll put it on, but that's kind of weird. And he puts it on. We watch all of Snow Dogs. I can't move. I'm, like, basically held captive. Because if I get up, I'm going to fucking puke out of the trash can right next to me. I get We get done watching this fucking horrible movie, Snow Dogs, the worst movie ever. <laughs> Movie's over. I'm like, oh, thank God. That's over. We're going to do something else now. He's like, what's that? You want to watch Snow Dogs again? He was absolutely fucking right. with you. And he then was he put, fucking with you so he hard. He put Snow Dogs on a second fucking time. I had to sit there and watch Snow Dogs twice in one night. And he, to his credit, he did stay there and watch the whole thing with me. But then, the next, like, I started feeling better, like, the next day or so right. or whatever. I, I leave to, like, go to a friend's house and I come back. And on my computer I had set up there, I, I look at it. I walk into the room with the computer. And there's, like, stickers on the computer. And I'm like... On the monitor, I'm like, what the fuck, what are these stickers? I walk over closer, they're fucking Snow Dog stickers from the damn DVD or VHS tape or something. I don't know where the fuck <laughs> they came from, but I got like, it's got like all the dogs and then I the can't, I can't believe I've been face. friends with you for so long and I never knew that your favorite movie was Snow Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that movie. But like, Have you watched it as an adult? Maybe it's good. Yeah, I was an adult when I watched this movie. I was like, uh, what, like 19 or something? That's not an adult. Okay, you're, you're 25 now. You're... I was a tween. You're, <laughs> is that what tweet means? I you're, was old enough to smoke cigarettes at the time. But you're old enough to fucking die for your country. Yeah. You're old enough to enjoy snow But dogs. I couldn't buy a gambling ticket. But 
I fucking... A gambling I don't even know. It was just like, where did he get all these fucking Snow Dog stickers? He found why them. Why did that movie come to mind? I don't know, dude. Why, do you, why were you sick and wanting to watch Snow Dogs? That's the real I, thing. <laughs> I don't know. Is that your, like, aphrodisiac movie for you? I guess so. I think I'm using that word wrong. Aphrodisiac? Is that the thing that makes you want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Just just lay there for another minute. The the scene where where Buster breaks through the door. I like the scene where he shows up at the cabin the first time and the dogs don't like him. He's got yeah. a big coat on. There's like a real like there's like a real uh, like character arc here where they grow to accept him and like right after we get that past that point about the hour fifteen mark then then we'll be ready. Just just hold tight, babe. Just I gotta get to the scene. Hang on a second. Mush. Okay. <laughs> Mush. <laughs> next time, uh, next time I am, uh, I meet a woman that's nice enough to uh, have sex with me. I'm gonna say mush. That's nice enough. Mush. Mush. Say it every time too. With every thrust. Every push. Every push. Every push. Mush, I mush. mush. Every push. <laughs> I mush. Every push. I mush. <laughs> We're fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh Another God. fucking, like, young movie moment I can think of is also in middle school, we had a day where, like, we all, like, I don't know what happened, it was, like, an activity day, and it, like, was rounded up, like, we watched, like, kind of, like, winding down where, like, we didn't have enough time to, like, go back to classes, and they didn't have enough activities planned for the rest of the day. We just, like, the last two hours of the day, like, everyone, like, you could choose, like, oh, if you want to watch this movie, go to this person's classroom, if you want to watch this movie, go to this person's classroom, mm-hmm. and we just watched movies, and... To keep it very, very local and very recent, now that I think of it, the classroom that I watched this movie in was the classroom of the dude that just got outed as a pedophile and got fired for... Was it American Beauty? He was very Kevin Spacey-like. He very much liked the 11-year-old girls. Um, So yeah, it all circles back, but we watched The Goonies. Oh, that's even bad too. You looking for One-Eyed Willie? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for one eyed Willie. But in the scene where fucking uh, Chunko just fucking smacks his milkshake and he just goes, ah, shit! Like, someone saying shit out loud to a room full of 11 year olds yeah. fucking killed it. Like, I distinctly remember, like, the cackling rever- reverberating off the walls of that pedophile classroom. Pedophile classroom. Now that memory's tainted, I did, I had totally, like, I had that memory in my mind, but I had totally forgotten that it was in that dude's fucking classroom. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. It was fucking, he lost his job. Oh, like, now in the UK, they just teach, like, what, kindergartners how to fucking beat off and stuff, so. You know, I wish someone taught me how to beat off, because I feel like I did it wrong for the first, like, five years of my life. What I basically was just, like, I basically was just, like, punching myself in the balls. (laughs) We're not talking about jerking no. off as a prepubescent teen. We're not talking about where you just where nothing but dust We're comes out. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about it. Maybe no. with the royal we are We're not, not talking, talking about, about it. it. <laughs> Got to. You're not talking about it either. <laughs> All right, <laughs> now we're good. You covered all your bases. Now I can't That's do it. Right. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> That's probably the best possible look I could have given you. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh lord. Oh man, let's see. This is why we need to go to video.
so video we can podcast. Have, so we can have our video uh, our video cues our video jokes our video jokes our facial expressions you ever we s- are wearing masks right now yeah we are, we are six we're six feet apart we're social distance we're, we're projecting our voices so the one snowball mic we have sitting on a tv tray in the center of the room can pick up both of our voices uh <laughs> what the fuck was that you ever see a mattress on the side of the road and just want to lay down i want to know what it smells like usually well, that's that can be that can be solved around. pretty pretty quick. You can just pull over and what? just do it. <laughs> I was imagining like seeing someone do that, like just someone pull just over like someone like, just <laughs> bent over <laughs> and they get out of their car, hop out, car still running, door open. Oh, I see why they got rid of this, and they fucking get back in and drive hmm, off. Bed bugs mm, and then drive been sitting off. Sitting out here for about two days, I can tell. That's one of those questions that you uh, that you asked there. That when it's a it's a subset of questions that I get asked every once in a while. Where like someone will ask a question, fully being able to give themselves the answer, mm-hmm. but they like present it in a way where it's like, oh, I always want to know what it smells like. Smell it. <laughs> like, like, there's only one way to find out. Next time I see a mattress on the side of the road. You'll see one when you leave for work tomorrow. And well, there's there's one I'm, literally if right. If I got other obligations, I'm probably not. There's gonna one literally right down the road. That's what spawned this thought. I was I saw the mattress and I went, that looks like a pretty good mattress. Maybe <laughs> so I was should, like, maybe we should go sniff that thing. Do you want to go sniff the mattress later? Yeah, we'll that sounds like a euphemism we'll put, we'll, for we'll, something. We'll put it up on the, on the, uh, the website. The photo of the mattress. Yslttpod.blogspot.com. There we go. Don't have our own don't name name net yet. Https colon forward slash forward slash yslt Next time I next time I'm trying to court I'm trying to court a lady. I'll be like, hey, you want you want to sniff a mattress with me? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. You want to go back to my place and sniff my mattress? That's actually really good. I'm putting that in the notes app on my phone. No, you're not. Yes, I'm gonna type it right now. Hey, baby, do you want to go back to my place and sniff the mattress? Oh God. Ugh. There's also like you see the couches on the side of the road, and you're always just like, couldn't they? Have, like, it's clearly someone who doesn't own a truck because if they had a truck, they'd like take it somewhere. No, I wouldn't. Leaving it out on the because the thing is like you're just waiting in hopes that someone will just grab it because most cities don't have like the system in place to just pick those things up. I should. Like, small towns, like, I know uh, we always oh. had spring and fall cleanup in my uh, hometown where, like, people would just leave their furniture and the shit they didn't want and, like, you'd have a week of free reign where, like, everyone would just go around and look at other people's Jackson, shit. I got an idea. Alright. Here's our new business venture. Alright, let me type this out real quick. Okay. My house and sniff my <laughs> mattress. We're gonna start a business where we pick up people's couches that don't want them anymore. And then, we resell them. Huh? Hmm. Are we, do we have a, do we do any, like, re-upholster prostate? Uh, pros- 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 we'll put a little, yeah, we'll put a little shout on it. Yeah, we'll spray it some, with put some, some uh, fabric refresher. Put some Febreze the, on The that. $2 fabric refresher from fucking CVS. <laughs> Made some Shout? Shout? Yeah, we'll get some shout. We'll get some fabric refresher. We'll maybe uh, stick like a like a car air freshener underneath the the, the cushions. 
It'd be kind of interesting to see, like, like you were talking about how they used to just put like shit out on the side of the road. And you just that was a through people's that trucks. was a big event. That's how I got like a bike. That's how I got like a TV. Yeah. Like it would just people would just like leave their stuff out. It wouldn't even stuff that'd be like it's like broken. Some good stuff. It's it'd just... be it'd be stuff that there's like okay, we really don't need this. Like, and it was in enclosed, insulated enough of a community where it's like it's not like they could like drive to a goodwill and donate it. And you'd yeah. have to like go all the way up to the other side of the county. It's a community sharing. Yeah, that was a big event. Like, it was always like, yeah. oh, spring cleanup is next week. Like, we and my, my mom and I would, like, fucking drive around just looking for goods. Yep. My dad found a whole set of golf clubs one time. Were they uh, JFK's golf clubs? I fucking think so. I, uh, John Farkle. There was also, like, a phenomenon with, uh, with the cleanup where, like, you'd see someone, like, drive past your place like drive past your your pile and they'd slow down and you'd be like stop 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 and then they'd like drive past and you just be like those fucking assholes they, they don't they get it they, they don't get it my desk. they didn't take my fucking they didn't take my cabinet my my, my bent tennis racket Is my garbage not good enough for you <laughs> <laughs> exactly that or like you'd see someone stop and they'd like start like you know futzing around looking at the shit and you'd <laughs> yeah. be like take it take it Take it. Take it. The worst was I have a discussion. Hey, I see you're taking that dirt bike play, face plate. <laughs> you go out. You know hey, you like what you see. You like it my way. It'd be funny to fuck, fuck with people and just start putting price tags on everything. <laughs> you go out there like they already have like shit loaded up in their truck. Oh, yeah, that'll be about uh, $17.50. Uh, Sir, you, you got card? Slow down. <laughs> Sir, you need slow to pay down. for that. Did you not see the signs? The stickers on the underside of the, the TV trays. Dude, I wonder if people are going to do, like, garage sales and shit this year. I mean, cause, like, there was the... garage sales last year. Oh. I went to a couple. Oh. The life does not stop and start at uh, the inconvenience of COVID. Some people pee, pee through the ear. Some people are smart. Pip of the pee. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, some people uh, don't allow themselves to be uh, told whether stifled by be able to told whether or not they can sell fucking clothing from ten years ago and uh, precious moments oh. figurines out of their garage. Hey, see so you checking out them Ed Hardy jeans. Oh, you see that uh, you know, that that, that uh, precious moments collectible, that little porcelain angel. Yeah, I got that. Uh, got that in '98. It was for my uh, for my second miscarriage. Oh, I see you like that box of horse calendars. that smells like cat piss. <laughs> That's a, based on a true a story. <laughs> Do you remember when we fucking went to that? It was like a. It was during garage sale season. But we went to some auction house or something. Yeah, because we thought it was a garage sale, and we showed up, and it was a giant fucking, (laughs) like, warehouse, and we're like, whoa, what? We go in there, there's, like, this box of, like, scrolls, and I'm a retard, so I fucking start (laughs) digging through them, like, there's gotta be something cool in here, and I I didn't open them or anything. If I remember correctly, your logic was, we're here, I guess I should buy something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the scrolls was the last thing that you, like, put your hands on, (laughs) so you bought all these fucking scrolls. Not knowing what they fucking look like. <laughs> to get them home, oh, I unscroll the scroll. Yeah, you fucking pull out the gold leaf. Immediately, this fucking like green cloud shaped like a skull flies out of the fucking. You got scroll. fucking. You I got, got cursed. I got cursed. It smelled like. It smelled like side crotch. Was I was I in your cats. apartment when you opened it? Yeah, because remember I opened it and the whole fucking area smelled like absolute yeah, shit. Yeah, you were fucking standing over the garbage and you immediately like, oh. opened the garbage. <laughs> I opened it. I went, oh, horses, 1982. I fucking threw it right away. Good year for horses. There was a lot of good horses that year. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was a good time. That was a fun time. Yeah, that was. I also have, like, with the spring cleanup thing, I have a distinct memory of, I, I grabbed a bike from someone's house that was on the complete other side of town, so, like, I had a real trek back with the bike, and I got, like, two blocks away, and, like, the chain broke off, and I, like, oh. realized it was kind of fucked up, so I walked the bike back and left it back on the <laughs> I like to think that one of the people from that household watched me that entire time, watched me struggle to get on the bike. That was way too big for me. Like, yeah. I was probably like 10, and this was like a full-size, like, fixed-gear bicycle. It was like a Schwinn. It was like a fucking mountain ranger. It Yo, was, it was like it was, a Walker, Texas ranger? It was like a big fucking bike, especially for five-foot-tall, ten-year-old me. So I was, like, already struggling, like, racking myself on the center bar every single Ooh. time I, like, went up and down the pedals. Like, it was that level... And struggling with it, getting two blocks down the street, and then sadly walking it back, and then having to walk all the way home. Oh. It was also, like, starting to be, like, nighttime, too, so I was, like, silhouetted underneath the street. <laughs> it was very poetic. Oh, no. A streetlight will really will really set the mood for a lot of things. It's really it's really ambient lighting, especially in like a small town where it's like very orange hue. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, it's always like in the winter really time cool. it would like made like the snow like look fucking orange. Like, it would make everything look super warm and inviting, but you know, you'd step outside and you'd you'd get you'd, you'd, you'd get bit by the by the Tito Winter. Dude, I remember cuz like, I don't know how many people have like that small town like childhood stuff but i feel like i got like a taste of what it would be like to live in like a like a 50 or like a 50 style movie for a little while because like i remember like we used to my friends and i would just go to like this like baptist church in our small town yeah just to get like food because they always had like really good dinners there and stuff but then you have to sit through like the youth service and stuff or whatever so you eat the food and then like in winter time we'd like walk home and then there'd be, like, these big giant piles of snow from mm-hmm. them plowing the streets. And we'd get, like, snowball fights and stuff. And they'd be, like, hiding behind the piles and mounds of snow and shit. But, yeah, it's, like, I feel like that's some shit it's very that you picturesque. hear about in a movie. It's, it's, it's like very so, It's some fucking Norman Rockwell type of shit. Exactly. Like, it's very Americana. We always had those big piles of snow. But there was a specific one that was, like, always super fucking huge. And it was behind the fire department. And, uh... There'd be, like, one side of it would go out into the street, other side would just go straight to the back of the fire department, and the other ones were kind of just, like, off, but, like, we would always, like, get our snowboards and go on the very top of them, because we all had, like, shitty, like, plastic snowboards, like, nothing, it was stuff for kids, and we would always fucking, like, go down it, and then, like, have to, like, super very quick, like, hang a fucking left, otherwise we'd just smack straight into the back of the fire department. (laughs) I remember, like, um, like, uh... There was, like, one grill in town that wasn't a bar, and they used to have, like, that counter thing with the stools and stuff. Well, what and I used to think I was so cool, like, ride my bike there, and I'd get, like, a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, you'd get an RC Cola straight out, the, straight out of the bottle, and you'd be like, hey, uh... Hey, lady. Cassandra. Cassandra. Catherine. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> definitely, like, a waitress in a small town, like, grill is definitely a Kathy. Yeah, for sure. I think that might have been her Maybe name. a Cindy. Maybe Cindy. Cindy's yeah. really good. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, a Jill, possibly, if she's, like, maybe, like, in her, like, mid-30s instead of, like, being a little bit older. Like, what was the name of, like, the small town, like, bar in, like, the place you grew up in? Like, because those small town places always have, like, the charm. I feel like it was just called Bar and... I can't... I honestly can't remember, because the place I used to go to wasn't a bar. 
but yeah. it was called Miller's Grill, and I think before that it was called something. It's else. always like a it's always it's like a, a name, name like that. Yeah, it's a family name. Like the family, I probably went to school with the kids that you know their parents yeah. only did. We uh, in my hometown, we had the Thirsty Bulldog, which was like a bar and grill. Um, which uh, someone I think at one point told me that that was a euphemism for vagina, and I'm pretty sure it's a lie. But that like really like broke my brain a little bit. Um. Then there was also Bottoms Up, which was a bar. It's a pretty good website you got you got there. I think you're. Uh... I don't know. Is it? I don't. I don't think it was called this when I was there, but. This is a very visual part of the podcast. It's called the, well, I think now it's called Houston's on Main. So if you're in, uh, if you're in small town Iowa and you, you, need, a, you need a nice Iowa, pizza. Yeah, you go to Houston's on Main. I think it might have been called like Brick something. Just brick Bar. I don't fucking know. Yeah, we had, a, we had Bottoms Up, which was always funny because I had a big wooden sign that just had like, it was just like, like three dudes and a woman like sitting on a fence and their like asses were hanging out so like, <laughs> oh, the, like the front of the sign was just like them just like sitting on a fence and then the back side of it was like their asses hanging out that's funny it was a very very small that's town iowa charm well what was that uh rant? what was that uh fucking convenience store that oh was terry's that food terry's center foods uh... well, terry's was the one in uh, my hometown but there was also a randall stop and shop oh, i think in a randall's which one was the one that wasn't the yellow one that's randall's the one that had the fucking brill cream that looked like it had been there yeah since, that's, like, the that's randall's we've uh, spent a lot of time in small towns i will also mention that uh very once again very local humor if you grew up in the same town as me uh there Which was a probably didn't. there was a pizza joint maybe. Oh, maybe there was a pizza joint that was called lb's pizza that had the shittiest fucking pizza it was so fucking bad i had like my 10th birthday party there and the I remember taking eating two slices of the pizza, and I got Heelys for my uh, birthday Ooh. that year. And I started like trying out my Heelys on the sidewalk, and uh, the like pizza had congealed in my stomach because it was big, fucking Ooh. greasy things. And I threw up on the sidewalk while healing. <laughs> <laughs> I like Heelied, and I like tripped a little That's bit, and like the throw up ever. I was like Heelying, which I didn't really know how to do at that point. Like the those shoes were a bit too small for me too, and like. I think I, like, stumbled a little bit, and, like, the motion just made me fucking throw up directly on the sidewalk while we were in Healy's. <laughs> I felt like a fucking a fool, but, like, the only thing that kept that business afloat was the fact that I'm pretty sure the owners, like, owned other businesses, so mm-hmm. they could just have their fucking shithole pizza place that, that burns money. Nice. That was probably a front for something, like a mattress firm or something like that. Yeah. I like to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's probably just nice. I wish everything was a front for something. Yeah. But, like, maybe even something, like, innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, those, uh, oriental shops in, like, malls and stuff that sell samurai swords. Like, yeah, it's just... probably a front for something. Well, those are just, like, those are places that you can just, like, sort of legally get, like, salvia and, like, tie sticks and shit is like that. that, that is? I mean, you can. They probably have more That's how they, they... I don't know how they stay open. I bought... the salvia? I bought a lot of incense, and, like, I know a lot of people that buy, like, the decorations there and shit like that. I buy them sometimes. Because, like, I don't think any, like, person of actual Asian descent ever shops there. It's always just fucking stoners buying the incense and buying yeah. the fucking, uh, 
the elephant sculptures and shit. Yeah, that stuff's kind of cool, though. They always have cool lighters. They, like, the, there's a weird intersection of culture between the, those, like, Asian, like, shops with the Buddhas out front and truck stops, which they both have very cool lighters. <laughs> those places are just cool. They're just fucking, they got the weirdest shit. They're a novelty. They're, like, a, they're kind of an enigma in, in that sense, and I really appreciate any mall that has one, which... The uh, Waterloo Crossroads Mall used to have one for the longest time, they and did? that was that was my first experience with Salvia. What? <laughs> yeah. How did you get? Sa- what, what do you do? Do you go in? They go like, what? You want? I wasn't the I wasn't the one who bought it, and this was like far enough back. I don't remember the exact exchange of events, but it was basically it's like, yeah, you uh, you basically just ask for it directly. You go, hey, you got Salvia? Hey, you got some of that fucking sticky icky? Uh, my son says he's looking for. Sal- saliva do you have a saliva cd <laughs> that's like that band right do you have the do you have any saliva, saliva cds CD? do you have that click click boom band click is that saliva no no click like boom click click boom click click, click, click boom uh, hey, on the radio <laughs> it, that's, it's either pod or it's I maybe it's either P- no i think it's pod isn't it saliva what's saliva oh saliva's click click boom is it I guess get to the part because we're gonna get fucking turned off. Come on! Come on! Come on! <laughs> Wait, is he gonna say it? Oh fuck, it's getting <laughs> Wait, here we go. Oh, here it is. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> 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 